Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a theme and as it's March I'm doing not so marvellous March which is my look at Marvel's misfire movies including X-Men Origins Wolverine, Ghost Rider and tonight's movie 2003's Daredevil starring Ben Affleck as the blind lawyer, Matt Murdock, and at night he is the superhero, Daredevil. This of course is his first superhero movie before he went on to play both Batman and Superman. Yes he did, so shut up. Anyway, now, if I have confused everyone because he didn't play Superman, yes he did, Hollywood land. That isn't a wise ass like myself that is. Uh, I can move on to this movie itself, which was years in Hollywood production hell, and when it did come out, it brought us a Benefer Mark II, but moving the feck right on. This movie was so up in the air, the dead of outfit changed several times. In fact, there's at least three different versions in this movie, which of course I will point out. This is a much hated Marvel movie, but thing is, is it really that bad? Okay, Bullseye is annoying as all hell, and Elytra is a so-so shades of grey anti-hero. Mm. So, show no fear to devil, because he is near, it's Daredevil! With its $78 million budget, this thing pulled in $179 million. Starring Ben Affleck, Jennifer Gardner, Colin Farrell, Michael Clark Duncan, John Favreau, and Joe Pantaleno. Directed by Mark Stephen Johnson. Uh, the plot, a blind lawyer fights crime by day as Matt Murdock, whereas at night he is Daredevil. The masked superhero where no one knows if he's real or not, think Batman 89. He gets under the skin of crime boss Kimbin, so he hires an assassin bullseye to take him out. Along the way, Matt meets spoiled rich socialite Elytra Nachos, and that is not a fake name, who, after her father is killed, becomes anti-hero Elytra, the duo, so the duo, sigh-wielding, kick-ass, can Daredevil stop Kingpin from running at New York? Will Bullseye hit his targets? Does Matt and Elytra stand a chance? Is love truly blind? Find out here. And note, I'm doing the theatrical cut, cut, not the director's cut. So, the movie opens up on the Marvel flipping page logo, then onto a terrible CGI New York skyline as the names of the cast are shown first in braille, then spelled out their names using windows of the various uh, skyline. Two minutes later, and we see Daredevil slash Matt Murdock, played by Ben Affleck, hugging a huge cross on top of a church for dear life as his blood drips onto the stained glass face of the Virgin Mary. Okay, can't be ass down movie. We're only three minutes into this. Don't blow your load in symbolism already. Jesus, jinkies. I forgot to mention the flash cuts of what to come slash has just happened in this is utterly mind-numbingly ridiculous. Uh, we then see what I swear to God looks like a toy daredevil being gingerly lowered down from the ceiling until he suddenly falls a good 20 feet straight onto the marble floor, breaking every bone in his fucking body. Mm-hmm, he did. What am I saying here? This is a fucking superhero movie. Of course he just brushes it off and he's fine in 30 seconds because fuck logic. A priest, Father Everett, played by Derek O'Connor, comes to the aid and the aid of the head-to-toe wearing red leather-suited devil mask wearing man. 
Can I see wedding anymore? Not fucking sentence. He removes his mask and we see Daredevil is blind and cure voiceover from Affleck with the old life flashing before your eye, chestnut. It's a flashback to I'm going to say the 80s and with young Matt played by Scott Terra, who is dealing with the neighbourhood bullies badly as they push him around and give him a thick lip. He runs home and he meets his drunk Xboxer father, Jack Murdoch, played by David Keith. In voiceover, we're told his in-ring nickname was The Devil. So, he went from doing six rounds to six beers then. As young Matt puts on puts his drunkard dad to bed, his father sees his thick lip and tells him, do not face the bullies, don't fight the bullies because violence won't solve anything. Uh, hello mate, you're a fucking hired muscle to a moneylender, really. This is supposed to be Hell's Kitchen, New York, but it's filmed in Los Angeles back lot, which had to be specially built and have water towers added, plus the New York skyline was added in, in post, and terrible CGI at that. Anyway, weeks later, we see Matt on his skateboard going to see his father down by the docks, except he's going to see his dad roughing up some guy for money. Matt, ashamed, runs off straight into a fucker truck which pierces the drums of toxic waste which spray him in the face making him go blind. A. Is this a Friday the 13th movie? Why the fuck is there gigantic drums of toxic waste just lying around New York? And B. How the hell does toxic waste give you superpowers anyway? Cut to inside of young Matt's eyes as we see the toxic waste destroying his optic nerve in some really piss poor CGI. Matt wakes up in hospital bed with his eyes bandaged up. He also found out his hearing is now so advanced he can see sound waves. This blind vision looks like Batman's fucking detective skills in any of the Arkham games, I kid you not. So somehow this toxic waste took away his eyesight, yet gave him super hearing, super reflexes, extra agility, super smell and God knows what the fuck else, not to mention this bloody devil vision stuff. I mean, how the fuck did that one work? I know they say once one sense goes out, the other ones uh, kick in and be more advanced, but this is kicking the arse out of that concept and for crying out loud. During this panic attack, as Matt's hearing sense makes him see here everything, a church bell makes it go away. Is there symbolism? His father walks in to say sorry and isn't surprised to see his son standing looking out of a window as he walks perfectly straight into his arms to hug him. Kieran. Cut to what tells a training monchard as a terrible early naughty song plays. Matt's learning to read braille and his father learns to box again. Fade in his father's winning boxing matches as Matt learns to use his quote devil sense to see here everything around him. Cue little Matty showing off his new skills by handstanding on top of a tall building and sliding down a metal pipe support beam because apparently that's how you become blind. In this montage, he saves Stan Lee's life as he steps, um, or stops him from stepping out in front of the traffic while reading a newspaper. Okay then, I guess it's a comic movie and a superhero origin movie, but is he blind or not? Uh, he can see sound waves and has super senses, the fuck? In another way, neighborhood bullies still pick on him. Uh, really, going to pick up a blind kid and beat him up, really. However, Matt whips their faces with his white stick and wire food backflips. How? What? Why? I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, that night, 
a moneylender crime ward Fallon, played by Mark Margoni, uh, visits Jack in his locker room to tell him to take a dive or else. And wait, you're trying to tell me this crime, crime lord let his best hired muscle just walk away for months on end and then let him win match after match after match? Yeah, fucking bullshit! Anyway, Jack doesn't take the dive and is killed in a car park lot by Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin, played by Michael Duncan Clark, who leaves a rose behind as a calling card. A note, Clark was told to put on weight as he was too skinny, so he put on 40 to 60 pounds and had to do lots of dead weight lifting to bulk up also. Oh, and spot Kane Hodder as one of Fallon's heavies. Matt runs to see his dad's dead body as a rose left on his chest, which he smells as blood pours from his fingers due to the thorns. He smells revenge with a tear in his eye, as you do. Cut to now, i.e. 2003, as the camera CGI zooms across New York to the Virgin Mary as it hangs there for a good six seconds until it transforms into Ben Affleck, who is in a sensory deprivation tank where he sleeps. Say what now? He drowns out New York by blasting Naughty's metal and picks up what else to, uh, what to wear rather from his many, many suits, which are all lined up. He also has all his money folded differently. Apparently it's a blind thing, but moving on. I love the fact all his suits have the little braille tags on them, plus he folds the money differently. Anyway, now dressed, he's in court defending a woman against her rapist, Jose Quesada, played by Paul Ben-Victor. He's lying his little ass off in the court, saying the woman was begging for it. Uh, anyone with Hannah Fruit fucking brain could tell that one, but no, not these juries. As Matt has what else? A built-in lie detector. He can tell you're lying. How many powers does this guy have? I'm mean, sorry, fucking God. Rapist gets off, so Daredevil takes him down that night at his club. And Q, the sitting up montage scene. What no self-respecting superhero movie should be without. As we see, Matt's white cane turns onto the Daredevil's bow sticks. Also the CGI Daredevil, and this would make fucking Halle Berry blush. I mean, Jesus Christ. And note, the suit Ben Affleck wears in this bar fight is different from the rest of the movie. It's much darker red and has a mask which is made out of a bandana, not an actual mask. I guess it would have cost too much to actually refix this in CGI. I mean, I hope to God nobody noticed. Wrong! Spot Dwayne, The Rock Johnson's cousin, as the rapist heavies. Anyway, Daredevil smashes up the place, dodging bullets while smashing out every single light in the place before taking down goon after goon. The editing in this scene is beyond fucking terrible. So is this sound mix which cuts in and out and out. It's really fucking annoying. Daredevil chases the rapist to the subway where he kicks him onto the tracks as a train runs over him, but he's not the bad guy. I mean, the train has him in two for crying out loud. I mean, uh, he murdered the guy in cold blood. Also, where does he find the time to pour gasoline all over the place to have that ridiculous DD sign on the floor? I mean, that's his calling card. This is now an introduction to Ace reporter Ben Ulrich, played by Joe Pantaleno. Uh, I think the guy from Batman 89, but bald. He's out to prove Daredevil is real and not an urban legend. So it's basically Batman 89. When the cops deny Daredevil, Ulrich throws his cigarette onto the ground and licks up the huge double D calling card so the cops couldn't smell that fucking gasoline then. Okay then. I know piss and BO is a powerful order, but come on to fuck, so is gasoline. Quick editing flash, cut across New York as Daredevil turns home to shower, pull out a tooth uh, while listening 
to his latest girlfriend dumping via answer machine. Two painkillers like Jack Torrance from the fucking Shining, check my archives. Also his Daredevil radar or devil dar, I'm fucking gonna call it, is so good he can spin three safe locks at the same time and stop each one of them on the right number. Okay then. This is ripping off Batman so much. He even has a wardrobe of Daredevil outfits all lined up. By the way, how does he afford all this? He's a pro bono lawyer, not a bloody billionaire. Did he sue City after the auto accident he had? I mean, while shivering, we see his back has all scarred up. So he can uh, devil dar dodge bullets, but he can't dodge, I don't know, a knife or a sword or a whip or a fuck done his back up. By the way, his de devil dar stuff is very inconsistent here. He can dodge um, bullets and dodge um, ninja stars, but he can't dodge a donation tray, but I'm going to get back to that later. And I forgot to say, Affleck is wearing contact lenses that make him 90% blind. So the next day, he goes to see his priest friend uh, to confess all of his sins. So he confesses all his sins, including murder, but the priest says nothing at all to the cops and just lets him away with it for a couple of minutes and slap in the face. Well, I'm shitting on this fucking ridiculous movie. Explain how Matt explains the bruises, the black eyes and the cuts. For that matter, how the fuck does any human superhero do that? On to Matt and his partner, Froggy Nelson, played by John Favreau, having coffee while reading, he reads to Matt about the Daredevil reports on the paper. Matt, of course, bullshits all because... Eh. And walks Electra Naturals, played by Jennifer Gardner, who can smell from a hundred feet away just from her perfume. By the way, she's outside at this time, so Matt can not only smell her coming from a hundred feet away, but he can also detect her delicate perfume through glass, and then she's in a coffee shop with multiple other people around him. Bullshit! Also, of course, Gardner walks in in slow motion with wind blowing her hair because, of course, she does. Matt goes over to hit on her, so Electra tells him where to go until she realises he is blind. She just walks off all ashamed. He follows her outside, and this le leads to a ridiculous, flippy, wirefu fight, which Electra wins. And note, a contrabend the scenes, this is actually Gardner and Athlete doing this, and in fact, doing all of their own stunts, allegedly. Which is bullshit because in the behind the scenes stuff you see Affleck's stunt double getting tossed through a pane, black, a, a pane of window actually, so bullshit he does all his own stunts and nonsense. Also, stalker much. And if this is the list she goes to give her her name, how the fuck are you going to get her number? Cut to a CGI, uh, again. A CGI skyscraper and an action to Kingpin and his lackey Wesley Welch played by Leland Oyser. He's at a meeting with Nicholas Nachos, played by Eric Avery, who tells Kingpin he wants to quit because he's nervous to press his finger about the Kingpin. Once he leaves, Kingpin gets whistled to hire Bullseye, as back to Mark, Matt, rather, and Electra, who are now bonding after she kicked his ass. Love it first hit then. She tells him ever since she was five, her father forced her to learn every single martial arts, as he doesn't want her to become a victim. Back to Kingpin, who tasks Wesley to make a paper trail leading to Nachos, saying he's a Kingpin, and then have him killed. Cut to Britain, and introduction to Bullseye, played by Con Farrell. He's taking a barfly's money by hitting the Bullseye multiple times 
uh, by throwing darts at Neve. Look at it as he's downing a pint of Guinness, as you do. The bar fight insults him, so Bullseye removes his beanie hat, showing off his ridiculous Bullseye fucking target burned onto his skin. He then throws a paperclip into the barfly's throat as he chokes and dies. A note, Farrell kept one of the custom-made gator leather jackets because apparently it ripped up and he kept it. More fast-cutting zoom editing across New York to a courthouse where Froggy is bitching out Matt for being a no-show at that afternoon's court appearance. Cut to Bullseye. Killing an old woman with a peanut just because she wouldn't stop talking to him in on the plane on the flight over to America. Charming. On to Daredevil. What else? Sitting on top of a skyscraper. Uh, and what is it with superheroes and sitting on top of tall buildings just brooding him for God's sake? He stops some higher muscle from kicking the shit out of some little douchebag who owes money to a moneylender, so he goes, chases after him, and kicks the fuck out of him in front of his son, but not to worry, he's not a bad guy, kid. Uh... Oh yes. In this scene, his outfit is much dark red, and has a different mask, uh, which has much smaller horns on it, and has a popped collar. After beating the ever-loving fuck out of the hired muscle, and traumatising the kid, Daredevil stands up at the top of another building in the pissing rain saying, I'm not a bad guy, kid. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that, mate. You've killed just, you've killed somebody. You've beat the living fuck out of that guy and you just traumatise that poor fucking kid. Uh, next morning, Matt goes to work with his assistant handing him an invite to a black and white ball held by Electra's dad. Froggy rightfully has a go at Matt for refusing to go to this ball saying... They need clients that pay in cash, not in sports equipment and or fish. Later at night, Electra finds Matt walking home. Time for more awkward flirting, as he takes her to a rooftop, just about to rain, so he can see how beautiful she actually is. Barf. I just noticed 50 minutes in uh, that Matt's eye scars fade as this movie goes on. Wait, hold on a second here. He drags her to a rooftop to see what she looks like in the pouring rain. So, how does water hitting on her face explain the fact he can see her eyes and her teeth and indeed her eye colour? Moving the fuck right on. And cue a badly filmed sex scene, where Matt's back scars have magically disappeared. Next day he wakes up and she's gone, so now he knows how that one feels. She did however leave him an invite. More flash editing to that night at the ball. And Matt meets Ulrich, who tells him he knows about the kingpin, to which Matt laughs it off, as Ulrich also claims um, he thinks it's stupid that there's a six-foot bat, oh sorry, devil, in um, Hell's Kitchen. Very bad, man. In walks Fisk, so Froggy goes over to introduce himself, as Matt said he can't be his lawyer because he only takes what innocent people. Yeah, bullshit. I can buy the fact one man runs all the crime in New York City. I can... Believe the fact a woman can come back from the dead and be an assassin. Hell, I can't even believe toxic waste will give you toxic, toxic waste. Will give you superpowers, but I cannot believe a lawyer will turn down fucking money. Well, shit. In walks Electra, so Matt literally sniffs her out. Creepy much? The two then dies awkwardly, and when begetting, mistletoe can be deadly when eaten. A kiss can be even more deadly when it's meant. Is anything in this goddamn fucking thing original? Or is this just a photocopy of Batman? Cut to Bullseye stealing a motorbike as he races to the ball. Kingpin approaches Electra's dad to tell him history may repeat itself 
as he'll die in front of Alexa, just like her mother did <gasps> years earlier. He runs out, so Alexa falls as on the way to the safe house, Bullseye kills the limo driver and the guard. The devil hears this and tries to stop it. So, does Matt wear that outfit under his suit all the time? Gross! Moving the fuck right on. Uh, this is the bit I walked out in the cinema when I saw this back in 2003. This is fucking ridiculous. The stunt is so ridiculous, Bullseye is standing on top of a motorbike going at full speed for a good 30 seconds, but even having his hand on the, the, the steering bar things, I think they're called, or indeed the clutch. He then reaches down to his Ninja Star belt buckle and throws six Ninja Stars killing the limos and then doesn't crash the, the bike. They will then crash into a New York Times van. Daredevil just falls out the sky, landing on his feet like a fucking cat. No speed landing for him then. So Bullseye throws another star at him, which Daredevil dodges. This pisses off Bullseye because I never miss. So Bullseye charges Daredevil who leaps over the bike like a fucking flea, spin kicks Bullseye mid-air and lands perfectly. Just how many fucking powers did this fucking toxic give him at all? Also, the CGI is terrible on this fucking thing. In all this flippy-dippy shit, Bullseye steals Daredevil's bow staff, which he throws like a dart to impale Lecher's dad. Wait, it's a blunt instrument? How the fuck does it spear through Lecher's father's chest? Electra pulls out the bow staff and then pulls a gun and starts shooting wildly at Daredevil as Bullseye drives off laughing. Who the fuck wrote this shit? Also, is she fucking blind? She didn't see Bullseye throwing the fucking bow staff or Indian Ninja Stars at her? Moving the fuck right on, Daredevil pulls another staff out of his ass, I'm guessing, because it showed earlier he only has one staff at a time and he escapes with ease. As I mentioned, the CGI is terrible. It makes Catwoman CGI look like a fucking... Multi-billion dollar fucking CGI fest. Ulrich follows the bow staff to Police HQ where Kevin Smith is the MD. The fuck? And he's called Jack Kirby, i.e. the other father of Marvel. Oh, and get this, the bow staff is one of Matt's white canes. Why? Is he fucking stupid? Why the fuck would you carry your bow staff with you which turns into your white cane? Cut to Electra, training to kill using her twin size, as Wake Me Up plays from Evanescence. So she's now out for blood. Meanwhile, Kimpin and Bullseye chew up every inch of the fucking scenery and laugh over their deeds. Plus, Bullseye swears revenge because he made a miss. Next day, Ulrich stops Matt in the street to tell him Kingpin is out for him and Electra, plus, he knows he's a daredevil. Out goes Daredevil to take down Bullseye and Kingpin. Cue an utterly and minimally dumb fight between Daredevil, Bullseye and Electra on a rooftop with bedsheets drying at night. Oh, and Daredevil's outfit is much lighter, with a new mask and smaller bumps. It's much lighter red. <sighs> she kicks his ass, then runs through him with a sigh. She pulls off his mask and finds that it's Matt, so she tearfully stops kicking his ass. I mean... Right then, Bullseye wolf whistles at her and taunts her, so she throws her sight at him, but she catches and throws back at her, but she can't catch it as it goes through her hand, because she's been training for fucking years with this thing, but she can't handle a fucking sigh. Why is all of a sudden she's weak as shit? The two have a quick fight, he kicks her ass and then slits her throat with a playing card, finally running her through her own sigh and then throwing her off the roof for good measure. The police copter sees all this, yet the cops all chase after Daredevil. And fuck, I forgot to say, Electra dies in Daredevil's arms, melodramatically, of course. For God's sake. 
Now out for blood, Daredevil is tracked to the church and this is the opening over again. Here, Bullseye and Daredevil have a ridiculous fight in which Daredevil can't dodge a fucking donation tree the size of a dinner plate they can dodge a ninja star? Really? Daredevil... So Bullseye gets Daredevil down by ringing the bell. He then smashes a stained glass Virgin Mary window and throws the shards at Daredevil who backflips and dodges them all. And God, the CGI wire through in this thing looks position to Spider-Man look fucking good. Anyway, from a mile off, Daredevil can hear a sniper cock his gun. So he moves to dodge the bullet and Bullseye gets it through his fucking hands. Now with Stigmata, he's completely fucked and defenceless. So Daredevil throws him straight out the string glass window on top of a cop car where he dies. Remember, he's not a bad guy. On to Daredevil versus Kingpin, as Kingpin throws Daredevil around his office with ease. <sighs> so with Daredevil down and out, Kingpin pulls Daredevil's mask off and throws a rose at him. This is where Daredevil finds out he killed his father, so with a new spark of revenge, he sets off the sprinklers, breaks Kingpin's knees and spares his life. Telling him no one will believe him. Like how you get beaten by a blind man. Daredevil then drops a CGI rose from the boxing arena that his dad died outside years earlier. As next morning, Froggy reads to Matt, the police think Daredevil took down King Ben, but Matt, of course, denies it. Matt revisits Electra's death scene to find he, so she left her her good luck uh, necklace, which has Braille on it, waiting for him. Okay, then. That night, Ulrich tapes up his piece on Daredevil, however, he deletes it as he looks up in the skyline to see Daredevil is standing looking at him from a tall building as credits roll. So, that was Daredevil, a complete joke of a special movie. It's trying too hard to be Batman and it's more like Batflink. Awful CGI, bad script, waves of the acting by Farrow and Duncan Clark, or Clark Duncan rather, plus Daredevil is way too over-fucking-powered. This is a dumb superhero. In fact, the dumbest I've seen since Supergirl. I'm going to give this thing a piss-poor 2 out of 10. Still come back next week as I look at Ghost Rider. Then wrapping it up, not so marvellous March, is Howard the Duck. So don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Pod. Email me movie suggestions to Here's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other superhero franchise podcast of Superman, Batman, Iron Man, The Avengers, and many more. Also, my solo podcast of Catwoman, Barb Wire, Blade, and many, many more. A bye. And remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. I'll have to put the fear into bad movies. Bye.